It's freezing out there, but don't get caught out in the cold. It's time to get winter ready with Halls. Gentle soothing with Halls Soothers and clearing menthol action with Halls Mentholiptus will help you to get on and enjoy your day. Help is at hand this winter with Halls. Now this is Hollywood Unlocked. What up, everybody? This is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. I'm Jason Lee. I'm Alyssa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. Yo, it's DJ Damas to get the show started. Yo, and if you're listening to us on iHeart, thank you because they cut the check first. That's and right. I hope you're also streaming us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and watching us on YouTube. Do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So people are looking, saying, why are you in this box again? We are in Ryan Seacrest <laughs> Studio in New York City. Beautiful. We are not just a weekend show. We are a every day of the world show. Yeah, Talk we about are. It. And I say every day because it should be on every day and it should be all over the world. Hello. But you got to put in the work. So we are not just sitting in our beautiful studio in Hollywood. We're actually getting on the road. We're in New York City recording the show. Woo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I'm tired. I just <laughs> <laughs> It's been a long week, Jason. I feel like uh, I, this must be what it feels like to run for public office. Mm-hmm. The work that mm-hmm. we're doing. I mean, like we're all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've I been all it. over the place, all over Fashion Week while I was in Mexico. Listen, I'll get into Fashion Week, but first, let's get into what you guys have been doing. Damage, uh, you, you got a black shirt on. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I'm, I'm coming out with this new shirt, man, with my boy Black by Young. You know, uh, they say men and black men don't do anything to champion black women, so this is my stance. I'm creating this capsule. Um, it's showing the, uh, the art of black beauty and black women, so I've been working on this. And, uh, you know, this is it's a sample of the shirt. i got some black shirts coming, of course. I'm going to gift the beautiful Melissa for one of these shirts. Um, I need one, too. Of course. Everybody thinks that I don't support my people. <laughs> well, we're definitely going to get Jason a shirt. So that's what I've been working on recently, man. My Black by Young capsule creation right here. Do a part of the proceeds go to anything to support, you know? <laughs> yeah, raising his son, uh, paying for gas. <laughs> Hello. Eating. <laughs> okay. No problem. Well, I'm also doing the same thing. Hey. I am this is this is one of my best friends in the entire world, Kim Harris, who you know. Let me find out y'all entrepreneurs came in here and I didn't have shit. But, but no, it's <laughs> no buy black and support your support your friends That's right. and their businesses. Um so Harlem Hops is um it's a beer garden and it is the only black owned beer garden nice. in Harlem. Uh, maybe it, even New York beer, City. What is a beer garden? Basically, it's 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 like a it's like a bar. <laughs> An excuse to go get drunk. <laughs> yeah, but there's food there and stuff like that. And it's, Wings. It's, yeah, and it's a really great community. And her and her partner started this business, and it is flourishing. And um, I just didn't know my friend knew so much about beer mm. or liked it as much as she does. But um, I'm here for it. Harlem Hops. And Kim is such a nice person. Isn't she like I the like most... her? Like, and I don't like a lot of people. No, you don't. And you. But I like him. Yeah, you like him. You've liked her from the minute that she's one of my best friends. I I adore her so um and kim got money because she's living in a nice ass building i might be her neighbor <laughs> she's afraid of that really? <laughs> she does not want you coming by to borrow any sugar mm-hmm. <laughs> speaking of sugar when i was on angela Yee's lip service yesterday uh t the girl who says hi my name is t uh-huh she lives in my building mm-hmm. and so we were both on there together and angela's ad or promo for it was um, they both live in, our guests today both live in the same building but one goes in the front door and one goes in the back door wow. Angela is a like, fucking wow. G <laughs> <She tried> it. <laughs> I love her I'm actually I've grown to like her I don't know her so I don't mm-hmm. like anybody I don't know mm-hmm. so I know them except for Rihanna who I'll talk about in a minute right. oh. mm-hmm. but um, no I mean she's super I see why you guys are friends yeah yeah Angie and I go way back to like the serious days like when we nobody was recording really so we were walking around serious in like jogging pants mm-hmm. bare feet Tweety Bird slippers you know I'd have lunch spilled all on my shirt nobody gave a shit no one cared but yeah the good old days yeah the but, good old days but I love watching you two interact because in this business a lot of people women are pit against each other. Well, people, yeah, just people, women are pit yeah. against each other, but yeah. a lot of people just don't support one mm-hmm. another. You know, what I mean that fake love. I did this whole rant on my Instagram where I was like, because I, I had a moment one day where where people were literally calling me to congratulate me, mm-hmm. who I know hate on me or mm-hmm. have hated, mm-hmm. or people were calling me to tell me how they wanted to rep me or work with me, who, wow. who wouldn't take me when I was yeah. starting. Yeah. And I'm not. I don't have the. I don't have the diplomacy yet to say. Yeah, let me think about it. I'm like, nigga. I came to you day one. Mm-hmm. You told me there was no future in it. So yeah. now that there's a future, it just don't involve you. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Damn. Yeah. So yeah. that's I'm I'm getting better. I yeah you are. <laughs> yeah, little by little. I just baby feel, steps. I feel like you know, 
you may not believe if you don't if you don't believe in somebody's idea, but you know the person and you know that they never stop at getting what they want. Uh huh. Invest in the person. Yeah. Exactly. Because eventually something will happen. I was looking at your speech at my birthday dinner because yeah. I got the video back. Yeah. And and I was like trying to like because I had had a dinner with people that have either been close to me or mm-hmm. are close to me or like are part of the journey. You know, mm-hmm. I invite all my siblings. I invited two, mm-hmm. the two closest. I ones. just I I talked to your niece today. Which my day? Yeah. Really? No, no. Um, Belinda's uh little girl. Uh, oh, that's not my niece, but I know you're talking about. Okay. Okay. <laughs> was she at the dinner? No. Belinda was. Belinda was. Yeah. How'd you talk to her, her daughter? She has my number. How'd oh. she get her number? Belinda gave it to her. Did she ask you for permission? Yeah. And we were talking. She's going to college. Oh, and I was talking about so how her... Mentoring. Yeah. Oh, mentor Sierra, please. Because I tried and she didn't listen to me and I quit. That's yeah. Right. Give you one chance. <laughs> yeah, uh, mentoring? It's... Yes. Wait, wait, no. It's Cheyenne. Oh, wait. Oh, God. Sheila watches this. She's watching... <laughs> she watches the show. It's uh, Cheyenne. She's mad at me because I, over the holidays I was at her house and she had this boy. Yeah. And he slid up behind her really, really close and was Whoa. like standing. And she's like 15 or 16. I'm like, nigga, who are you? Right. Man, you don't do that in front of her uncles. Like, you'll get your ass whooped up in here. He should get his ass whooped. But no, Belinda and I were talking at your dinner yeah. and she was talking about Cheyenne's, um, you know, she's thinking about college now mm-hmm. and. I guess Belinda wants to keep her close, but Cheyenne has been expressing um, a desire to go to Howard University. I was like, let her go to Howard University. You don't understand my sisters, though. Uh, No, I understand them. No, 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 no. Okay. Belinda told me my other sister, Felicia, who's on a time the fuck out. (laughs) If you didn't know, Felicia. (laughs) Bye, Felicia. (laughs) I was waiting for that. Felicia, Belinda told me Felicia's literally going to retire from her career at the district attorney's office and move and get a house next to the college her daughter goes to. Mm. Uh, I'm sorry. This is why I don't have dogs or kids. Because <laughs> I don't want to love shit that makes me get take the eye off of Hollywood Unlocked. Right. Well, <laughs> I... I just let him have that. Yeah. Just let that Bel- sink in. Belinda has like a 21-year-old daughter named Sierra who mm-hmm. goes to college in Sacramento. Yeah. But because she lives in Belinda's house, she says she's not grown. Uh, okay. Well. I feel, you're 21. Well, Cheyenne apparently is going in a different direction. Cheyenne wants to get the fuck out of prison. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. the, re- I, the reason why I want her to go to Howard University is because D.C. is one of the greatest cities. That, amazing. That it, it, it's, it's so amazing. Chocolate City. Amazing. Um, and she's just going to have, like, the most incredible college experience that I always wanted for myself. So it's a little selfish on my behalf. Hillman is based on Howard University. Hillman, the fictional college that Denise Huxtable went to a different world just Denise Huxtable's father was popping and pills sh- and giving bitches okay, we're not. That's why, I didn't, that's why I did not say uh, Cosby but um, so Hillman See how is, that turned out so Hillman is the fictional Howard University yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of great people Laz Alonzo yeah uh, who, who else Taraji uh, Ter- Terrence J uh, no uh, I know uh, Lance Gross yeah a lot of good people there's a there's a lot Nick Cannon yeah there's a lot of um, uh, alumni alumni that have graduated from mm-hmm. Howard University I'm like honorary I go back there I I, I it's just You're an amazing honor. school. Wait, so you just I, go, I go you so, just turned up there? I, no, because I go so often and I would go and speak on panels and stuff oh, okay. like that. And I just, it's it's just such a great place. Listen, I am mad that I robbed myself of an HBCU Me too. Because, no, I, I, I left on a GED. I know. I left high school. I just was not into the whole being popular. Uh-huh. The whole, you know, my parents didn't have a lot of money. My mom didn't have a lot, so I didn't have the best clothes mm. and you know all that type of shit. Because high, high school really does prepare you for Hollywood. Yeah, if you can go to high school you, and and make it, you <laughs> yeah. can go to Hollywood. Yeah, because it's all about who's in the. We had a popular yeah. hallway. Who could go to yeah. high school and make it? We had it's the leadership true. club. I played the flute. I was boring. <laughs> I got the fuck. I had MC Wait, Hammer pants. Yeah, I played flute. the flute. Lizzo ain't the only bitch out here with a flute. I played the fucking flute too. Oh, that's so funny. I got charged for not returning my flute because I was too embarrassed to take the flute back because once I became the flute boy, they were like, nah. <laughs> that nigga walking through blowing that metal pipe. They didn't know. But wait, but wait, Damn, did you ever play an instru- instrument uh, in uh, high no, school? No, I was a DJ. I played the French horn and the clarinet what and the, the, fine and the tenor sax. I tried to play the clarinet, but that little wood piece in your mouth didn't. 
didn't yeah, the feel reed. right. Yeah, yeah, the reed. Work. I went to the flute. Yeah, <laughs> just holding on to that pipe felt natural. <laughs> didn't know then it was gonna lead me to where I am today. Uh, uh, but I will say, you know, I left on a GED. I always, I had this vision of being in entertainment. I love entertainment. I am a fan of pop culture. I think that over the last year, having gotten a little drama with, you know, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna not going to say the person's name, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it kind of took me a little off of what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. I love pop culture. I mm-hmm. love, like, I knew you before I knew you. I knew mm-hmm. what you did. I knew your contribution. Mm-hmm. I watched all the videos. Mm-hmm. Like, back in the day when you had Hype William videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched like many too. fucking movies. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I'm they saying? were. They were. And, and it was like you could escape into the world. These people were living that, like, if you're in Stockton, California, or maybe even, like, in Philly. Uh-huh. You know, you just, it wasn't real, you yeah. know, to you. But it was, like, something to look forward to. And I always tell the story that, like, going to live in single after I'd been shot mm-hmm. was one of the pivotal moments in my life where I was able to see black people working and mm-hmm. productive. And I was in Burbank, but I thought, this is L.A., Hollywood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I went back to L.A. I mean, I went back to Stockton with this whole renewed idea that, like, I can literally get out of here one day. Right. But I didn't know how. And years later, my career took me to L.A., and then I found myself here. And I say all that as a setup to the last show that we were on where I said, I'm going to Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find Rihanna, mm-hmm. Rih- Rihanna, because Danielle and Nick have been trying to get me with Rihanna for the last year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when people say, oh, so-and-so wants to meet you, you never really believe it because yeah. why would Rihanna want to meet me? I mean, definitely, I think, I think I'm dope, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, so when they told me this and we couldn't make it happen, I said, now that we're on iHeart, I'm going to create this thing where... We create a campaign to interview Rihanna. So every episode, if we just have this thing, we'll get her attention, this mm-hmm. and that. Okay, fast forward. The other day, I'm going to tell a story that's so fucking embarrassing, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I'm like, we're going to go to Rihanna's fashion show. We're okay. going to go backstage. We're going to meet Riri. I'm going to have a moment. I'm going to get her phone number. We're mm-hmm. going to get her on the show. This was my my imagination. Mm-hmm. We get to the show. I'm supposed to be on the list. Mm-hmm craziness outside there's people everywhere and you know how it is you don't want to get out the car yep unless you are able to walk straight through tell tell everybody why uh because getting caught out there with everybody else doesn't look cute (laughs) and people will record you not yes they will like they did to wendy outside of 50s party and they will shame you (laughs) yeah they will shame what kind of shame is that (laughs) it's fucking shame it's front gate shame (laughs) it's it's block bitch shame it's no nigga you can't get in take the fuck home train home shame so i said i'm not fucking doing this unless i'm walking right in get out get out get out You're, you're going in now i get out the car i walk they're like, nope, can't get in. And I'm standing there. <laughs> so I'm standing there in the dark. <laughs> That's what I do, too. Sunglasses because on. I'm like, you point, can't see me. Because at this point, <laughs> you can look in the motherfucker's eyes and tell they feel like shit. Yeah. Now you can't tell. Y'all put your blockers on. So this guy comes up to me and says, hey, bro, I know who you are. Jason Lee, yeah. so good to meet you. Big fan. I got you. Come on. Oh, oh, all you guys got? Okay, come on here. VIP passes. VIP all access passes. Okay, okay. I'm like, all access passes. I can get to Rihanna. So he gets us in. He takes us to our seats. We're looking around. We're like, mm. he's like, do you guys want to go on the stage? Like, I like on the stage. I'm like, yeah, because then I could really touch Reed. Yeah. He takes us out, takes us around, takes us through an elevator. Hi, Melissa Ford. Rihanna's Melissa Ford, yeah. her best friend. Hey, Melissa, what's up? It's my best team cracking jokes. Everybody's laughing. Ha ha. So we're there, and she es- they escort half of the crew. <sighs> Here we go. They escort half of the group through the metal detector, and they disappear. We're sitting there waiting, waiting, waiting. Now, they make you lock up all your phones, Mm -hmm. so you can't call the people that have already walked ahead because Mm -hmm. my phone was in my pocket, but their phone was locked up. Mm -hmm. Waiting, waiting, waiting. Fab comes. Everybody's coming. Celebrities are coming. Mac Wild, you good? You good? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'll be in in a minute. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. (laughs) So they're just breezing by. Melissa, damage. I turn around, and the group that went ahead of me is now walking out with four large security behind them. And I go... I look at the people next to me and go, oh, shit, this is about to be bad. <laughs> so they walk up and they're like, we need you guys to go this way. I'm like, where are what? we going, sir? He's like, we're escorting you out. I'm like, why are you escorting us out? So now here's Melissa, Rihanna's Melissa, yeah. uh-huh. in the group now, ahead of us. So I'm like, please don't talk about escorting us out in front of her because I don't want her to go back and tell Reed I scan my way in here. I don't know what's going on. That's hysterical. <laughs> so we get in the elevator. I'm cracking jokes. Nobody knows what's happening. We get up to the top floor. They take us out. The guy knows me. He pulls me aside. He said, listen, those VIP passes are, fra- are fake. Wow. <gasps> 
The guy scammed us. Oh Wait, my God. We had fake all access passes Where and we f- got caught using fake all access <laughs> passes to sneak into Rihanna's show. Oh my God. Yo, you're lying, yo. Well, like, what would your face be like? We're standing in the lobby. The sa- no, the same way my face looked like when we were at Coachella that year. And we had... And they gave the- us chicken. <laughs> <laughs> they gave us vendor pack. Look, she, me, I was cool. Like, I'll be a vendor for the weekend. <laughs> we got to that gate when this bitch found out what we had. She looked at me and ran. She was like, I'm out. We sat in the car. Oh, there was a man. So wait. Not, but not before I faked a pregnancy. And I basically <laughs> almost yeah. got shot by the police. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, but take me, take me back to the fake it's, passes. It's, it's like one show a year ago. Okay, so the fake passes. Thank you. Okay, so now I'm sitting here like, okay, I know the president of Rock Nation. I know, I know everybody over there. Let me get my phone and start making calls. Yeah. I should have did mm-hmm. this on my own, but I'm thinking they set it up, whatever. As I'm trying to work this out with... Shout out to Omar from Rock Nation. Shout out to Mark Novak and Michael Yormark. I'm on the phone with these people figuring this out. They're taking care of me. Mm-hmm. The scammer walks up like, what's happening? I oh, said, God. get the fuck out my face is what's happening. I said, what you say? You're dismissed. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, he ain't with us. You the scammer. But that's New York for you. But he came and the, checked up on you, though. No the, no, the scammer's trying to get him. Hold on. Get they let the in. scammer use his pass to go back down. <laughs> his fake pass. I, I'm, I was done. So we left the show. <laughs> so we, so we left moving. the show and I felt extremely, I felt like a failure. <laughs> but then Lee sitting next to me, Lee is my ride or die. Who mm-hmm. We are in these streets together, thugging it out. There mm-hmm. is a lot of scamming and finagling and finessing mm-hmm. along the way of your journey. You can't be ashamed of it. You just mm-hmm. can't let nobody find out on the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Lee looks at me and he says, man, that was fucked. That was, man, that was crazy. He goes, you know, Rihanna's having a party. I immediately get on the phone and hit Rock Nation like, hey, don't know what happened with my seat. Sorry, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. They were like, well, you were on the list. And okay, well, we put you on the list for the after party. I said, yeah. okay, great. We're going to go to the after party. Get to the after party. Okay. This is a long ass story. I know. It's, Let's go. It's a lot. Get to the after party. And everybody's milling around, and they're not. They've created a VIP within the area for Rihanna. Mm-hmm. I get to the gate; they're letting everybody in, mm-hmm. but me. Why? I don't know. Maybe because it's me. <laughs> I don't know. But I didn't make a scene. I didn't act out. I wasn't the whole. You know who I am. You know. You, you just said no to America. Look at the fuck. <laughs> I said no. Okay. I waited. Now they also didn't let Laverne Cox and Cash Doll in. I don't know why they didn't go in, but mm-hmm. I was able to talk to them. So. I waited, waited, waited. Finally, I said, look, when Rihanna gets here, she's going to be excited to see me. Mm-hmm. They thought I was, again, talking shit. So finally, Star Reno, a friend of Rihanna's, tells the people, let Jason Lee in. Okay. Bam. I get in. When I get in, now that I've gotten in, they create another VIP within the VIP. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> It's like the finish line just keeps getting further and further and further <laughs> they away. They use that like, rope. I'm tired of being bullied. But <laughs> I don't understand. So they literally brought ropes and created, <laughs> and they're looking at me in my face like, this ain't for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Little do they know. So they Little the, do they so know. So once they put the VIP ropes up, I looked at Lee. I said, Lee was like, you know what? Like, I don't feel wanted here. Like, we should leave. (laughs) I said, okay, cool. So we're heading out. As we're heading out, we see a bunch of commotion. So I'm like, okay, Rihanna's coming in. Mm. We literally are standing right at the right rope. Mm -hmm. Right the we're we're the last stop on this fucking tour. (laughs) So we're standing there, (laughs) and Rihanna comes, and there's a rope between us, and she sees me, and she's like, oh my god, I've been waiting. And she lunges to hug me, but the rope's right there, so she almost. Falls over, so the security grabs her. I grab the ropes. We so wait. She almost falls over the, the fucking rope that they put up last minute to create the new VIP. Well, this was the original barrier to oh, this. Okay. This was the original wall Trump wanted. The motherfucking wall in the back. <laughs> That's hilarious. They up. But they put this thing. So she, so once we move that out the way, we start talking, and I will, and I and I want to try to describe this, and hopefully this makes sense. You know when somebody sees you for who you are, mm-hmm. not for who. You are in the news and online, but they see you. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I think even with social media, like, you know, we know you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know you and you know me. But like, do what to what depth of you do I know? Yeah. You know, we now know your story and, yeah. you know, yeah. you being very transparent. We now know more depth to who you are as a person. Yeah. Um, And then <clears> being <throat> friends over time, you get to know a person. Yeah. She stopped me and 
the conversation felt like me and you talking mm-hmm. or me and you talking. It felt very like I'm talking to somebody that actually knows me. This mm-hmm. is what she said that I thought was interesting. And it really helped me um, take the chip off my shoulder at times when I deal with people in the industry and I'm like, fuck it. And I'm just like a Tasmanian devil. Mm-hmm. Scorched earth. Yep. Mm-hmm. Scorched, Scorched earth. <clears throat> she said to me, she said, um, you know, I've been watching you for a while and I feel bad that you get so much heat for doing what you do because I could tell you have a big heart. I looked at Leah, I said, did you hear what the fuck she just said? <laughs> and she starts laughing and she goes, no, because I could assume like being friends with people like us in the industry is hard doing what you do. But as a person who's built, who, as a businesswoman, mm-hmm. I respect how you built your brand. Mm-hmm. Man, at that point I was like, look, I'm going home now because I, I got everything I needed. I that's saw it. you. We had our FaceTime. You just gave me something that's going to mm-hmm. basically put fuel in my in, in my flame mm-hmm. for the next, I don't know, several months. Mm-hmm. Um, but I said, but thank you. I said, you know, I've been trying to connect with you for a while. And uh, then she asked where the team was. Mm-hmm. I said, the team is not here. She goes, well, where are they at? And I said, shit, I left them to come and see you. Mm-hmm. And she was really <laughs> excited to tell me. That she saw me for who I was. That's awesome. Now here's the question: I mm-hmm. didn't know everybody was going to ask me. You, you know, you, me. yeah. What she smell like? Why are people infatuated with that? Is did that you, a thing? Did you touch her hands? Were they soft? Touch her hands, held her, hugged her. I mean, all that. Yeah. What was it like? Of course, her hands are soft. No, she, wait. Let him tell me what it's like. I ain't gonna Sorry. lie. I ain't gonna lie. I know why Rihanna got these niggas going crazy. Yeah. I know. It's something about her where it's the accent, it's the swag, mm-hmm. it's the like. She has a presence where. She she's captivating you. you. There's no like there was a lot going on in the room. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear nothing. He was locked in, locked. But she smelled. It was so crazy that once I posted the video, mm-hmm. everybody wanted to know what Rihanna smelled like because I didn't know that that was a thing. Oh, it's a thing. But it's crazy because when I left that night, I said to Lee, "Do you still smell that? <laughs> it stays on you. What is that? <laughs> I'm not taking a bath." I didn't want to shower because I still smelled like her. I slept in the shirt. I slept in the shirt because it smells. She smelled so good. I don't even know what the name of the perfume is. I should have asked her, but you it's know, probably her own yeah. curated scent. I think it was called Rich Girls because mm. that shit smelled so rich. Mm-hmm. It just smelled. And you're a scent person, and you're yeah. all that. You would have really like she. I can't even describe what she smelled like, but she's it. It was one of those things that literally left a memory on my mind when I walked away. Like, damn, she smells good, and we still smelled it the next day. Mm. <laughs> and and I introduced her to Lee, and she hugged Lee, and she spoke to him, and he was just like, "This motherfucker, this what you got to roll with somebody that does this." In the midst of talking, he said, "Fuck this, I got to film this." He just mm-hmm. pulled out his camera, lighting all in her face, filmed a little bit of it, and then put his phone <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah, because it was a moment that. But the crazy part is, is like that. from the video. It's almost like it almost looked like she had a halo behind her head. I was like, "This is some shit." <laughs> it's, well, first of all, because she smokes and you smoke. Oh uh, yeah. Y'all would like. No, here, Rihanna would fit right here. First of all, here <laughs> check the similarities. Her best friend's name is Melissa Ford. How crazy! Okay, they're both from Barbados. My fam, my father's family is from Barbados. The fact that Melissa Ford and Melissa Ford and our name is our last name is spelled exactly the same, but my grandmother removed the e mm-hmm. from mine. I am convinced we're related. Yeah. Oh wow! It, because Barbados is a really tiny island. That's there's, your cousin. There's a few last names like husband, <laughs> uh, Ford, and a couple mm-hmm. of others. Um, Fenty, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the island. So there is a distinct possibility that we're related. Reach we're out to heads. your family. <sighs> but you know what's crazy is that I've known her brother Rory for a long time, but I don't call him for her because I yeah. didn't get his number yeah. for her. I got Justin's number and Quincy's number, uh, but I don't call them for Puff. Like, mm-hmm. I, I work my shit the way I work my shit. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And if they don't come based on me just building it, they'll eventually come, right? Mm-hmm. And I look at uh, the the... We had tried to set it up where I went behind the scenes of her fashion show with mm-hmm. Good Morning America because mm-hmm. that was the way I wanted to get her. Like, I'm behind the scenes for Good Morning America, blah, blah, blah. And it, and it just, there was so much going on at the time, so many emails back and forth. It just, it was a lost opportunity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if I never met her again, I would be happy because, I mean, not happy, but I would be okay because the way I met her yeah. was perfect. Yeah. And she didn't disappoint. And people online were saying, yeah, y'all can't edit that video, make it look like she was trying to run away. That's funny. 
because Beyonce wasn't trying to run away. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But wait, I cut you off earlier um, mm-hmm. when I was talking about your your sister and your niece. Yes. Um, you were talking about um, your birthday dinner. Yes. And you were able to review um, the, footage. the footage and stuff like that. What were you going to say? Do you remember? Oh, I was going to say that when you were talking about you know, my resilience to going after, following my dream and working mm. hard mm-hmm. and like, you know, being the type of person that really locks into what he wants and doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. You know, I really credit a lot of that to the fact that, you know, when my, you know, and you watch it on Love and Hip Hop now, the story of my brother, I'm becoming everything he wanted me to be. Mm. Everything he wanted me to be when he realized and when I realized that selling drugs was not my thing. Mm-hmm. But that the only alternative was school or or following my dreams or, or both, whatever. When I went to school, I realized school wasn't my thing. Mm. You know, I don't like sitting in a room for too long. I have ADHD, reading stuff yeah, for too do. long, and then memorizing, as you all know, not, your not thing. my thing. <laughs> and then being around people who think that they're better than me, not my thing. Because mm-hmm. then I want to be better than you. Mm-hmm. Not for ego, but for accomplishments mm-hmm. like knowing. Mm-hmm. And there was that documentary, if not, if both of you haven't watched, and you, are, you like watching stuff, mm-hmm. you should watch this. What is it? Uh, Warren Buffett's documentary ah. will change your life. Okay, it'll change your life in so many ways. I'm not even going to get into detail. Uh, it's becoming Warren Buffett. If you're listening on the radio right now, please go beca- pause this uh, or after this, go watch Becoming Warren Buffett. Yeah, the humility in becoming a, the richest man in the world and then giving all his riches away yeah. to help people and why he did it and how he did it and the measurement of success. He used money as like. Getting the money is not about how many how much flashy shit I can go buy or this and that. Yeah, right. The more money I make, the more I know. That's how I'm measuring my success. Yeah. It was like the craziest message. But anyway, just, you know, being able to start Hollywood Unlocked, run into Serena. Serena Williams invited me to her fashion show. Mm. I get there, front row, sit next to Bevy Smith, shout to her and Food God and Gil Kings across and whatever. And I'm sitting Anna Wintour's right here and Kim Kardashian. I'm kind of looking like, okay. Part of you does believe you don't belong here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a natural thing where you... <laughs> you know what that's called? It's what? called imposter syndrome. I know. I suffer from that. Uh, mm-hmm. Viola Davis has it. A lot A lot of people do. A lot of celebrities, you know, who, you know, people place these this enormous... The enormity of, of fame and visibility on their shoulders and importance. They are like, how am I the one? I'm not supposed to be here. And that's a that's they a form need to of figure import- out how to fix that because you really don't you really don't allow yourself to mm-hmm. enjoy mm-hmm. what you've accomplished. Yeah. Right? So I'm sitting there and Gail King knows who I am and mm-hmm. all these fucking people who I respect, right? Yeah. And in my mind I'm thinking like and I'm looking at Lee, I'm like, this is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. So Serena, I got this email. I get a bunch of emails that says, Serena Williams would like to invite you to her show. And I replied and I said, hey, uh, if this is real mm-hmm. and if she's going to be there, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They said, it's real, whatever. So they reply, the front row, all that, whatever. So afterwards, they take me backstage to meet her. And this woman, she's like, oh, do you want to meet Serena? Let me take you right now. So she walks me over and Serena's like with family and models mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just standing there. And she turns around. And she says, oh, my God, Jason, I didn't think you would come. And I go, what? How, how do you know me? Like, mm-hmm. how? Yeah. And she says, well, I was going to DM you and ask you to come, but I didn't think you would. Bl- so what? I said, are you? I said, quit fucking playing with me. I said, this whole fashion week <laughs> has been a stunt. Mm-hmm. I know I'm being punked, right? And so mm-hmm. she, we were talking, and I'm like, yeah, I know your sister, Lindrea. She's like, how you know Lindrea? I'm like, I've been to Lindrea for years. And she's like, well, why have we never connected? I'm like, because that's not why I know her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know her for her. Mm-hmm. Now I, I know you. Mm-hmm. She goes, well, I'm going to DM you. I say, okay, whatever. And then last night when we was out, she, she did. Yeah, DM'd she did. Crazy. Yeah, she did. And mm-hmm. Jason didn't tell her about me. No. What's she gonna, she's, what's a, a, she's a married woman with a child. Leave her alone. You have a, you know. See, Mm-mm. letting a woman know about you is not a bad thing. Thank letting you. women know Thank who are you. married and with children and who are happily married is not necessarily the most respectful thing to do. Oh, well. Yeah, that part. So mm. I look at, so Serena, mm. what, one thing I will say about Serena and to Rihanna, like, you know, if, if they ever do hear this or whatever, anybody sees it, send it to them. Man, they, and I said this to Serena. Uh, I said, uh, I'll tell you what I text Serena. What I said <laughs> Pull it up. I said, I gagged yesterday, didn't know you even knew me. Thanks so much for having me there, and if you ever need anything, I'm here. And then I said, P.S., 
In case you ever read this, thank you for being you, such an inspiration to people of color, in particular young women of color we've never met until today, but I've always admired you and your sisters. And Lindrea is a kiki. Mm-hmm. That was my message. I just will say they, they just re-inspired me to go back to what my vision was. That's right. My vision of Hollywood Unlocked is not to attack Nicki Minaj. That's like a waste of my fucking time, right? Mm-hmm. Although I ain't no punk bitch, I'm going to respond. My mission of Hollywood Unlocked is to give fans this, the mm-hmm. front row to Serena and how meeting Rihanna is and what mm-hmm. our experiences are yeah. mm-hmm. in the grind and inspiring them to start an idea and no matter what happens, keep watering that idea until it grows into your dream. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, look, it's not over yet. We've got this new journey here nationally all across the country and hopefully around the world soon. I'm speaking to existence my right now. My talk show is coming. We will be on that bitch. You will see it everywhere. Uh, I'm praying that it will be successful. And I will have a festival. And I will have a book. I will be New York's bestseller. And I will continue to go and go and go until... I feel like I fulfilled everything that I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I just hope that I want to share that story. Thank you for like allowing me to. Hell yeah. Because I want people, you know, this man walked up to me at the blonde show. Mm-hmm. The blondes. The, yeah. Yeah. I mm-hmm. know. Okay. And he stopped me. He said, I have to tell you, your interview on the breakfast club changed the trajectory trajectory of my life. I really? Said, well, that's what I said. So what wow. happened? The part where I was talking about Andy King sucking dick to save the fire festival. Like, <laughs> Not that part. He said, you have come into this industry mm-hmm. doing everything on your own terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are refusing to let people put you in a box. You are openly gay. You are do- You are literally... Just whatever you say, think, do, want, you're doing it yeah. however you want. Yeah. And that is not how they tell us we can do that. This is yeah. true. And the fact that you're doing he wasn't black. He, I don't mean, he was Ar- Armenian or something. I mean, mm-hmm. he was another ethnicity. But I stopped the publicist there who was with me, escorting me. I said, can you please tell him what you said? And he told him. And I literally had to stand there and, like, really absorb it. Yeah. And it was emotional because you really never know when we talk here in this room. We don't know who's listening. Yeah. yeah. But we know people are listening Yeah, we ended up here. They're tuned in. I was, uh, you know, we were out last night, all three of us. We were at Pergola, our favorite hookah lounge here in Definitely. New York City. My God, like shout out to Zizo and the crew. Um, and then I left and I ended up going to Capella's, um, which is like my favorite diner. I, I think I want to say it's Cuban. Forgive me if I'm nice. wrong. Um, good food? It's super good food. Like it's it's just, it's my favorite place to go. And I just kept running into people, the the, the guy, the security at the door, mm-hmm. and then just all over the city who, um, li- I was just listening to you guys on Hollywood Unlocked. And I was like, holy shit, this shit's turned into a monster. And I love this and I love that. And the Breakfast Club interviews and stuff like that. Um, what I have noticed is it just, people are becoming very, comfortable with us being like friends in their head Mm -hmm. and that is the goal of being on radio Mm -hmm. you know because when you don't have the visual um and you just have the audio it 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 takes a certain amount of trust for people to let you into their heads Mm -hmm. you know um and i just i don't know i'm i'm humbled flattered it's awesome and i just i wouldn't want to be doing anything else and, you know? and speaking of young M.A., I ain't going to lie. When she started talking about her brother, I was like, I'm not crying on this show. I thought you were going to cry. No, I was getting emotional because yeah. I was sitting here thinking like, I, you know, when you hear the story and, you know, I see other shows where people interview rappers and you're talking about the music and that. Yeah, people want to hear about the music, mm-hmm. but I want to know about the person. Mm-hmm. I want to know who picked you off the ground because mm-hmm. I know who picked me up. Yeah. And I know now having this visibility and being able, being able to, Sit Queen Latifah down mm-hmm. next to Cardi B mm-hmm. and say, please mentor her the way you mentor me. Yeah. Because you saved me. Yeah. And I know she's going to need you. Yeah. Like, I have to, and we all have to, and even people listening, like, you you know, this world is a very wicked place. If yeah. you really take a minute to think about all the things happening around the world, you pointed out something last night that, like, literally I didn't, I heard you. And then I went back and started looking about Mm -hmm. the vape pens and Trump. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about that real quick? Yeah. I mean, so there's been reported deaths um, uh, with the vape pens. Um, Sure. Maybe eight known cases of uh, young people dying from using the vape pens. And suddenly Trump and Congress are are just moving into action, you know, and they're Mm -hmm. trying to put a ban on these e-cigarettes and whatnot. And I'm Mm -hmm. just like, it is fascinating how fast they've moved. For these vape pens and eight deaths, even though the eight deaths are tragic, yeah, 
but cannot. But, but three of the times of kids were killed at Sandy Hook. More than three times. Yeah. Exactly. For Sandy Hook and, in mm-hmm. you know, just using them, that as an example. But I'm like, but we cannot make, we cannot have any movement on, you know, just gun control in this country. Mm-hmm. Vape pens, guns. No movement and about to wipe it off the table. I just, I'm floored by how contradictory that is. And the crazy part is we actually can. We yeah. actually can have a voice. I mean, Bernie Sanders highlighted that point uh-huh. that you made. Like, yeah. literally right after you said it, yeah. Bernie posted it. Yeah. You should be running for president. I, fuck no. Hell no. No, no, no. You are not going to age me, motherfuckers. Ford for president. <laughs> no, 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 well, no, you no. You could DJ at the uh, <laughs> inauguration. <laughs> Would you no be, way. What would be your party? Would you be a Democrat? Would you be a Republican? She'd be a weedocrat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah. I but I but I, I highlight that point to say like we live in such a wicked world where, you know, death, those kids at Sandy Hook that died mm. however many years ago, their families are still grieving. Two thousand twelve. Their communities are still grieving. Mm-hmm. Like you hear somebody like a young and May's story about her brother yeah. and you know, her mom, like, you had to go and pick your mom off the ground. But mm-hmm. who picked you off the ground? And people don't know that. So when the other shows talk about music, hey, we're going to get into the music, and you know all that shit, so I'll let you do, mm-hmm. do all that, please, because you're the master at that. But I want to know, who is Young and May? Yeah. Who is all these people that we talk to? Because as a fan of this industry, being able to talk to Rihanna, I know people were in my comments like, how'd she smell? Was she pregnant? Where's the album? Where's her <laughs> man? Yeah. <laughs> Man. And these are all questions that Rihanna's probably really fucking over. At, over. Like, like, don't ask about the album. You'll get it when you get it. Don't ask about my man. We Obviously, I'm not pregnant now. because I'm slaying right now in all my slim <laughs> fabulousness. So, and she, like, what does anybody ever ask her about, like, Barbados? Like, you know, just like growing up and no, her or dreams. How, or how, just about, how are you? How are you doing? Like, she you? seems to be doing pretty amazing. freaking amazing. I mean, She's but, killing it. But a lot of us do on the outside. Yeah. You know, a lot of us do on the outside. Like, you know, Serena was probably really nervous to know what people thought about her line. Yeah, yeah. true. You know, Gail King, I rolled up on her. Robert was something we started on our podcast. Yeah. And because you said it, the whole world thinks you said it. Yeah. Give me that shit back. <laughs> yeah. She's like, get his number. But, you know, I mean, like, I just, I just, I mean, I'm just, I just, I'm filled with gratitude. This week has been so reaffirming that like the work we are doing we are literally killing it i mean Mm. my team shout out to my team i have a very small team and it's just us three in the studio Mm -hmm. with some paper and sometimes we don't even look at the shit no and but i will tell you like um you know as as crazy as people think i am in this and that like god is so real god is real Mm -hmm. and uh it's just a shame that right now we live in a time where the government in our country is so fucked up it's so government's always been fucked up. Like, yeah, I gotta wait in a long ass line at the post office if you still go there. Mm. But Trump is literally like, if the devil had a form, it'd be that nigga. Yeah, Satan spawn. And now he's uh, he's beefing with Chrissy Teigen again. And his new slogan, is, <laughs> his new slogan again. is "Keep America Great." Have he, has he not heard about the mass shootings, the KKK? The he likes this. He doesn't give a shit. And Chrissy Teigen, what's she do now? No, he's literally figured out a way to corrupt the entire U.S. government. He did. It is unbelievable. He came into this. He came into the presidency like a complete amateur and a novice and, and really not knowing anything. And nobody Scammed his way in. He scammed his way in. And now he has literally figured out how to run it like one of his, Businesses. You know, yeah, one of his businesses that's on the brink of failure and mm-hmm. bankruptcy. Um, but yeah, no, Chrissy Teigen and him are going at it on Twitter again. Um, <laughs> Donald Trump took to Twitter to identify his own success in criminal justice reform and called out a few celebrities in the process for not acknowledging his efforts because, you know, he has got to be acknowledged constantly. Um, and he targeted John Legend and he called Chrissy Teigen his Filthy mouthed wife. Damn. <laughs> um, you're also the guy that was talking about grabbing women by the pussy, but she's got a filthy mouth. Okay, dude. First of all, um, yeah, Trump reportedly signed the First Step Act into law um, last year that reduces mandatory minimum sentences in certain instances and gives judges more discretion. Mm. Over 3,100 inmates will be released under the act, which has been ba- praised by both Republicans and Democrats. That's you know, good. here's here's the thing. Just a sidebar. It would be easier to 
you know, uh, to praise somebody who did not expect it and go looking for it and yeah. tell you, he praise wants, me now. Yeah, praise me now. Look what I did. Praise it's, me it's now. It's so undignified, but I digress. Um, the president blasted the singer and his wife for talking uh, for talking now about how great the reform is, but not playing a role when it mattered. Trump tweeted, musician at John Legend and his filthy mouthed wife Damn. are talking now about how great it is, but I didn't see them around when we needed help getting it passed. <laughs> And women will still vote for him. Yeah. Legend responded to Trump by saying, imagine being president of a whole country and spending your Sunday night hate watching MSNBC, hoping somebody, anybody will praise you. Melania, please praise this man. He needs you. First of all. Uh, oh, wait. And a minute later, M- he Melania tweet. needs to suck his dick. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> the president's not gotten a proper blowjob. If he was fucking on a regular, if the- if the Cheeto was getting fucked on a regular, he would... Uh, oh, when I say getting fucked, I thought about Trump being the bottom. That would be... <laughs> but if he was getting head or fucking on... The, if Melania was doing her job as the first lady, being the first mouth to suck his penis, <laughs> yeah. we would not have these problems. Yeah, he but would be happy. Hold on a second. Can I just respond? Well, you don't have to have good sex. You don't want to do, do much. Listen, after I have good sex, guess what I'm doing? I'm in the kitchen. I'm singing. Right. I know. Like, I'm glowing. I'm really happy. So, tr- Trump, Melania, please, your country needs you. That's Suck what, his dick. Exactly. So, um, Chrissy hit back and said, LOL, what a pussy-ass bitch. She's my spirit animal. Wait, did she call the president that? A yeah. pussy ass. No, she did <laughs> yes, not. Yes, she did. Wait, I know it was on Hollywood Unlocked, right? Yeah. I'm sorry. I haven't been there that lately. Yeah. I've been with Rihanna. <laughs> Wait, did she call him a pussy ass bitch? LOL, what a pussy ass bitch. Tagged everyone but me in honor, Mr. President. She, mm. Like I said, she First is. First of all, she needs to frame that and just put it on her mantle. I, I, Ellen had her on the show and addressed it and... <laughs> I, I really but, do like Chrissy Teigen. Isn't there a violation of something when the president tweets stuff like that? No. It really, they're, no, the violation is when he blocks people. He's not allowed to yeah. do that. So he's the Twitter in charge. Yeah. Mm. But, and, that, and now his, his you know, administration is claiming, his aides are claiming that he does not run his Twitter account. I'm like, lies. Oh, but whatever. But, lies. But what they don't realize is that what the Republican Party doesn't realize mm. is you all have built a monster. Mm-hmm. And when he is out, because he will time, he will he will serve out. Yeah. Whether it's this four years or another four years, whatever. Yeah. Your party is going to be in shambles. You know why? Because he's famous. Yeah. He's getting elected because he's famous. Yeah. You don't have famous Republicans. No. Who the fuck's going to run? Mitch McConnell? That bitch is going to die. Have you seen him? Him and his wife were out somewhere and he was like getting heckled. This was a while ago. His bitch ass isn't going to be able to be... Uh, I still can't get Trump being a bottom out of my head. This <laughs> I know. I have this picture of him on the golf course, and it's a picture from behind, and his ass is this big. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. First of all, as somebody who is fat shamed, please continue. <laughs> I'm just saying he's just like, he's he's a, you know what it is? He's in denial. Mm. You know, he still thinks that he's the Trump from the 80s, the same guy who put, you know, who Put the uh, pulled out an ad in the New York Times and all the newspapers condemning the Central Park Five. Who've that been, mu- who've yeah, been found not guilty. Yeah, who've been you know exonerated and paid by the city um, because they were falsely you know imprisoned. Um, and he's never apologized. But I digress. Yeah, he still thinks he's that guy in his head. You know, somebody to really pay attention to, and I don't know. I mean, I do see you. Guys, you know, because I follow you, I do see you liking their stuff. Mm. Who who literally is a voice for the culture who is in this political shit is Charlemagne. He literally mm-hmm. posts yeah. a lot of really good content. I'd missed the whole Angela Rye interview with mm-hmm. Kamala Harris mm-hmm. where she confronted her on the stuff that people had said she had convicted over 1,500 people for marijuana yeah. and tried to hide evidence for somebody who was in jail. I mean, mm-hmm. I thought her response was actually really good. Yeah. Um, And I don't know if we can interview Kamala. I mean, we should I'd to love her. to get Kamala That'd in be a here. good interview. Well, I heard. We need to bring her us. In. Yeah, yeah, bring her in. Call call up the Kamala Harris office. Yeah. Office. Yeah, I um, she yeah. but she reps the bay, right? Let's reach out to I her. I mean, she she's a yeah, but she's like a, she's yes, running for president, for so president. it's not just, just the bay. You can't just call up like, yo, I need you up in here. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan of Kamala right now. I mean, I have to. I've saw some comments Amanda Seals has said, and mm-hmm. and we should have a show on that. But like, I do love politics, and I love being active in politics, and I just feel like there's such a major disconnect. I mean, this new age generation is more worried about what Little Pump is doing, and when Black Youngster is that his name? <laughs> black youngster. <laughs> this is a real question. Is 
that a yeah, really yeah, as a person. So a okay, person. gotcha. Like what he's gonna do next in terms of throwing money and what his little slurring. What like who is your mayor? Like, <laughs> we should do a street segment where we go and ask people, not in New York. Who's their man? Don't do it. No. Don't do it. They don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> Who's your district attorney? Who is your city councilman? You do know I have my district attorney's cell phone number. I know. Uh, I'm sure you do. Because my cousin, uh, yeah. Los, we need to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but these are all people that you can vote on. These are local elections. It is very important. Yeah. And so it judges, wasn't something I was hit, attorneys. Hit to. It's that Exactly. So there's this video going viral of this woman who has an emotional support uh, donkey or horse. <laughs> <laughs> Did she take it on the plane? She took it on the plane. Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they let her on after all it's the shit. Emotional support. No, she somebody, needs the donkey. Somebody took a fucking peacock on the goddamn plane and said it's emotional support. Okay? <laughs> a goddamn peacock. And the peacock like sat in the chair and everything. Wait, the horse was in all the whole row. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have an issue with a dog or a cat being on there, but like a horse. Yeah. She, there's a video of her holding the head while they're flying. Like a horse. Yeah. Uh, that horse is probably so afraid. Like, what the fuck is I, going on? Daisy's here? my emotional support. But Daisy's Daisy this big. I know. Big. She's, the, she's Daisy this big. Is this big. I know. Daisy is not. I'm getting me an emotional support <laughs> horse, and I'm bringing that shit right here, and I'm going to hold him like this. <laughs> Super well, cute. Listen. I mean. I will say that uh, that has to be Spirit Airlines. Okay. Well, speaking <laughs> of airlines, did you know that uh, Bobby Brown was recently kicked off of a plane? Not a surprise. He, why? Bobby's kind of cleaned up his act. No, he. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's, you know. Well, what happened? He's Clearly not the same, he has. He's not the same Hellraiser he once was. <laughs> Hellraiser. What did he do? Okay. So he was allegedly kicked off of a flight in Los Angeles early Monday morning. He was on a flight from LAX to Boston in first class when he was involved in an alleged altercation. Mm -hmm. um, the in, the airline then instructed everyone to get off the plane. Damn, Bobby. Um, while Brown was held at the entrance door for officers to speak with him about the incident. Apparently, Bobby was yelling at the police because he was going to be late for a family member's funeral. Oh, okay. This is a trigger for him you know because yeah. of his uh because of whitney and how he he and I mean, his he family lost, were he lost whitney and his daughter yeah a, a couple years apart yeah at the same time very the same traumatic. way yeah very yeah traumatic. i know but uh when it came to whitney's funeral they were basically just like you know his family was escorted out yeah um that's crazy so it's probably a really big trigger for him funerals and planes and people and cops However, passengers who were sitting near Bobby claim he was not disruptive and did not interfere with the flight crew. I hate that when your reputation follows you, even though it no longer belongs to you anymore. Yeah, you know, it's, it. it's such. So yeah. he really didn't do anything. So uh, although he admitted to drinking before the flight. Hey, I do it. There's you no, know, you sometimes you need a little bit of anesthesia before you get on a flight. No foul in that. Exactly. Although he admitted to drinking before the flight and be, uh, being denied any further drinks, he was not acting out of character. And in fact, the airline made a bigger deal out of it than it should have been. The other passengers were eventually let back on the flight, which had been delayed for over an hour. And no one knows if Bobby was on the plane. Damn. That's <laughs> what I got 15 bars in the airport yeah. anyway. Of course you're going to be drunk getting on the plane. It's Yeah, it's not clear if Bobby caught a later flight. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, there's t bars. It's a bar. The entire a bar. Another bar. I know who was behind this. Who? who? Janet Jackson. Damn, you think so? Oh, you're hilarious. <laughs> you didn't see that BET special where he was fucking the shit out of her and threw her out in the hallway naked? <laughs> oh he, yeah. God. Tell yeah. me she ain't call up the Jackson. Yeah, he, he, he said that in the book. He said he just threw her out? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, you know, again, I'm catching so much heat on Facebook right now about Why? supporting Dave Chappelle's comedy show. Mm? Because they're it was like funny. Because the alphabet people thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. Between that drama and Malik Yoba mm. being a heterosexual, <laughs> trans attracted. Yeah. Don't know if he playing with dick. I don't know what's happening with Malik Yoba, but I'm gonna tell you something. Mm. Malik Yoba. You come and do this interview because Malik Yoba's coming. Yeah. And Melissa Ford has told me, shut my mouth <laughs> <laughs> until you get here. Zip. Yeah. And Damage looked at me and reaffirmed that I should shut my mouth. Mm -hmm. But Malik, you are just causing so much confusion out here. Do you, do you, I want to know if you play with dicks. Mm -hmm. I want to know, are you going to be honest? Because this playing with coming out thing or this mm -hmm. scared to come all the way out, like you don't get to come out by peeking your head out the door. 
You got to get the fuck out. We were talking about this last night, and the con- mm. the the way that it just keeps on spiraling, spiraling. Like, it I'm just, confused at what the fuck we're talking about. Everyone's confused, now. and I and I feel like it's to the point where you know, you and I said this yesterday. It sounds like he's trying to get in front of something. Okay, well, guess what? We're gonna end that confusion because Malik. I'm going to ask you all the shit my sick mind is <laughs> <laughs> And Malik, I'm out here in these streets. I know a lot. So we're going to be honest, okay? And uh, you could choose not to be honest if you want to. Ain't no dancing around. I feel like if you rip the bandage off, people have to just accept what it is. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's going to be some stuff that and- I don't think that he's going to be able to address just because of the legalities involved because there what? is a pending, you know... Like there's there's legal accusations being hurled at oh, him. Oh wow! Yeah, like rape. What? Really? Yes. Well, he may not be able to say if he raped or not, but what he will be able to be very clear on is what he likes. Is if you've ever been with a man, or to be very clear, a transac transactional. <laughs> Sex can be transactional. It can sometimes. be. Yeah. Mm. I was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> transactional. Because if in his mind he has been with a transsexual, yeah, a sexual transaction with a transsexual as a woman, <laughs> right? So in his mind he's still heterosexual, <laughs> right? We got to break that shit down. Mm. Yeah. So the only but way that you is do, deep. yeah, not that deep. The only <laughs> thing I want to—it's <laughs> <laughs> very clear. Have huh? you sucked a dick? Yeah. Have you been anally penetrated? Yeah. Have you anally penetrated someone with a dick or who's ever <laughs> had a dick? And known that you did that. Yeah. Just answer those questions. Because if he would just say, I was attracted to transsexual women, and the reason why I need so much help explaining myself is because I'm trying to say things in a way that doesn't just say I like dick. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I'm going to save the rest for the show with Malik. Okay. But we're going to get all the fucking answers. Okay. And I think if he has the courage to come on the show and answer them, that's amazing. Yeah, I do too. He's that's fi- he's great. He don't have that many summers left. Oh, don't say that. I'm just saying in terms of like when I'm 42, I'm almost at, I mean, if you look at the life expectancy of a man, we live to about 80-ish. Yeah, it's 72 is the is the number. I have you. less summers left. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of me too, Malik, I, I don't know what you can answer about the rape, but we're going to get into all that too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm done. Okay. Have we done it all? <laughs> we did it all. To yeah. our fans, we love you so much. We do appreciate you in the airports getting us through the lines. If you're anywhere, <laughs> you see me come to an event, you know the white girls with the list don't know me. Just let me in. You let me in. Yeah. You me very special. <laughs> to all the security guards at One Oak in New York, thank you for not leaving me out there. And, uh, yeah, I just really am very appreciative of the fans. Yeah. You guys are letting us live out our dreams. Yeah. But uh, until then, we're going to go have some dreams. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Peace.